There I am. And there you are. All right. I don't know when I'm going to learn, by the way. Always turn the camera on before you go live. So then, you know, when you go live, there you are on the camera. Uh, also, things that I have not learned. Stay out of the Christmas baking when you're about to go live on the radio. <laughs> so you're not burping up a storm. Uh, I can't resist. I can't resist the Christmas baking. And things just got worse, by the way. I live in Blossom Park and the A&W right across the street is open now. I'm doomed. I can't I I, I cannot resist the Christmas baking. I cannot resist a <laughs> Well, my New Year's resolution was going to be to start taking better care of myself. Oh well. Anyway, here we are. Uh welcome Franciscus. Hello to you, Mahati. Hello, Chrissy. Sending very Merry Christmas to everyone. She says has a safe have a safe and happy holiday. Merry Christmas to you. Uh Rose is here. Laurentian Vuteri is here. Uh, and that's great because I want this to be uh, a bit of a feel-good show. Not a bit of a feel-good show. I want this to be very much a feel-good show. Uh, it's my last show. Uh, it's your call. My last uh, one before Christmas. Uh, I'm gonna take Monday off next week as well. Uh, probably Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Hey, here's the thing. We had this conversation. I will update the website. It's your call.ca to let you know exactly what days I will be on so that you're not wasting your time hanging out. By the way, you're not really wasting your time. When you come to BTR, right, looking for the show, if the show's not on, you've got great music and you got great hosts. We got a full lineup on BTR. This, this has been the best Christmas gift to me. It really has been. Like, out of nowhere, we've got a full lineup of shows on this radio station. The Nick and Joe Show, Krista Perry doing the Midday Show. I've just started a new show called uh, Carrie and the Milkman, uh, which we intend to market heavily in the new year to radio stations not just across Canada, but North America. Um, It's been six years. Six years working my tail off uh, trying to get this thing to this point. We got Rob Tyson doing afternoons. We got Tim Black, who's just joined us, who's going to be assisting with some of the music systems, etc., cetera, uh, for scheduling to smooth out some of the bugs and things he's stepped up. We got Brian Kelly's been here since day one. DJ Dimoawi, a.k.a. Andre. We've got country remix shows with DJ People Move. We've got The Alchemist providing club shows on Friday and Sunday nights. And Steve Finney is here now with him. Uh, Candace Sampson does a show here the lineup is 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 so deep it's fantastic so yeah you're never you're, you're never without quality programming here on btr um so let's get to it by the way the show is <laughs> again do not eat christmas baking before you get on the air because you just get all tongue-tied um so listen the business is in a good place i look forward to um you know seeing what the future holds for it's your call uh which as you know uh was kind of an impromptu thing uh, Lowell had this time slot. The legend, Lowell Green, who, by the way, I'm sorry. If you're still following him on Facebook, I, he had a joke last night, which I know this is going to piss a lot of people off. And, and <laughs> comedy is completely subjective, right? I thought, my God, if Lowell did this at a stand-up club, <laughs> anyway, he asked a question last night. He says, so if a trans man becomes a woman, do they inherit the gift wrapping skills too, right? Funny, 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 funny. Uh, anyway, I miss you, Lowell. I love you, Lowell. Uh, I, and Merry Christmas to you and Debbie and uh, the kids, etc. Uh, but that's how it started. And Lowell, you know, listen, he he wasn't done. 
doing his show and needed a place. And fortuitously for me, he ended up here. Uh, never in a million years did I imagine I would ever be on the air with Lowell Green. I'm not a talk show host by nature. Um, and he announced his retirement a few weeks ago. Literally out of nowhere. Gave me like about a half hour's notice. And I had a decision to make. What do I do with that time slot? And I said, you know, I'm really enjoying um, the opportunity to talk to people. I really, and Lola and I talked about this in some of his later shows, I really feel that the opportunity to have conversations is sorely lacking in our society. We have become keyboard warriors and text and social media oriented. You know, and you look around at, you know, one of the things that makes me crazy about these automated checkouts and all of this automation that's going on and removing people from the equation. Why do we want to avoid people? I know because because people are people. I get it. But I don't really think at the end of the day we want to be as isolated as we think we do. I think we really need people in our lives. And that's the opportunity that I saw. I'm not a political heavyweight. I certainly have my opinions on politics, and politics is part of this new show that is on from 2 until 2.30. I'm not going to be ignoring that by any stretch of the imagination. But there are so many things that we need to have conversations about. And today I want to talk about Christmas. I want to talk about, you know, the numbers of people. I Look, we're still not quite through COVID. Everybody sort of behaves like we are, but the reality is we're not. Now, we don't have the same restrictions, etc. We don't have bylaw. Hey, if you see people having Christmas parties, you call us and we'll find them. Thank God we're past that nonsense, right? And we're being treated like adults who can make adult decisions for ourselves. I'm all for that, right? And I respect whatever decision you want to make in that regard. And I'm not here to even have that conversation today. But all this to say, we're still in a really, really tough spot. A lot of people, you know, two years of not seeing family, not being able to travel, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, we find ourselves to this place and look at all the people who are traveling this weekend. And what do we got? <laughs> I don't care where you are on this continent. You have got some really lousy weather coming your way. I do a show in Sarasota, Florida every single day. And the big news in Sarasota, Florida is they're going to be waking up on Christmas morning with temperatures right at the freezing mark. I mean, Florida, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of laughing at the whole, you know, idea of I got an RV in the driveway that I had hoped I, you know, would have on the road by now it's, it's been taken care of and it will be on the road. But in the back of my mind, I kind of went, you know, I, I, I could go to Florida and, and spend at least a couple weeks, if not more, well, you know what I don't want to do. I don't want to drive an RV all the way to Florida and then wake up christmas morning to like minus one minus two celsius i'll stay home for that anyway no matter where you are in this continent it looks like you are in for some wicked wicked bad weather this weekend think of all the people traveling who haven't traveled in years right because we haven't been able to hey this is the year finally so that's making people grumpy right people are all of a sudden incredibly anxious and I'm seeing it everywhere, and I'm sure you are too. People saying they're just not in the Christmas spirit. I am seeing it about every second or third post on social media. And I'll admit, I have been finding it very tough myself because, well, as I just said, I have been working tirelessly 
I've pretty much been living in this studio the last the last few weeks, especially. I've been working easily, easily, seventeen hour days. Like I don't get to see much daylight, right? So I've been in this studio, and I certainly have not been to a store. I popped into Canadian Tire last night for a couple of moments, but like to to do the traditional go to the mall, do the whole Christmas shopping thing. As much as I would, you know, kind of uh, moan and groan about doing that. There's something to that experience when you're looking for that thing and you're around the Christmas music and everybody's there sort of with the same purpose, right? And it, and it kind of goes back to all the Hallmark, you know, movie nonsense that you see and all the romanticism that we've grown up with in movies and, and song and whatever else. That And we just, I haven't had that in, in over two years. So I, I've been kind of, you know, Christmas again, I'm, just, I'm not feeling it. And then on top of that, this storm that's coming our way, and even more people saying they just don't feel like it's Christmas. So today I want to find some joy in all of this, because surely you have joy at Christmas. I want to talk about your fondest memory of Christmas when you were a kid. What was the best memory you have, or what is the best memory you have of Christmas in your childhood? And what's your favorite tradition now at Christmas? I love hearing what other people do, because everybody does Christmas so different. The food in your house is probably different from the food in my house. How you got up Christmas morning as a kid uh, and discovered that Santa had been there is probably different in your house than it was in mine. What were some of your favorite presents growing up? And I'll tell you, what turned the tide for me, we, um, I, I, through a mutual client a few years ago, met the Santa Claus. This guy's amazing and just gives and gives and gives of his time and made some time available to, um, when was it, Tuesday night, uh, did an hour of Zoom calls with kids. And I was able to, you know, reach out via my social media and invite people to come on and 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 bring their kids on, and and the kids could talk to Santa, and all of that inspired by an earlier conversation we had on this show about, I'm sorry, eighty dollars to sit and see Santa, that's outrageous. And yes, a lot of that is for the photos, I get it, etc. But I thought there's got to be a way for the kids to experience Santa for free, and a bunch of them did, and it was just a hoot. To sit there, first off, to see, you know, some of these kids, mom, dad, put them in front of the computer and said, here, watch this. Kids had no idea what was about to happen. And all of a sudden, Santa was on the screen, interacting with them, knew their name, knew how their house was decorated, knew how old they were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that that turned a tide for me. That certainly put me in a Christmas spirit. And then, like I said, last night I I, I, I had to go to Canadian Tire. Got the storm coming. My wife needed a couple of things, and I needed uh, to pick up a couple of snow shovels because the ones we've got have bit the biscuit. So okay, I'll pick those up. I, I, I'm standing in Canadian Tire. My phone rings, and I don't recognize the number. And, and typically, I I don't answer the phone if I don't recognize the number despite it being a business line. And I'm glad I answered it. It was my uncle Brian 
and his wife Marika in Toronto. Now, the, like these are people that I will see probably once every couple of years, and we get along great. Right? They'll come up in the summertime and they'll golf. You know, Brian is my is my dad's brother, and, and the two of them are, are so competitive. I mean, they grew up together, right? Brian's eighty nine now, going through some nasty cancer. Uh, Dad's about to turn eighty six, and is in great health. Uh, but you know, you, you get little bits and pieces of you know how Uncle Brian's doing, whatever else. But they've always been in my life in some way, shape, or form. The last time we actually spoke was actually a couple of years ago. It was my parents' 60th wedding anniversary, and I called them. Now, I never call them. So, of course, hi, it's John, and the tone changes, right? Like from the hello to, you know, hi, it's John calling, the tone changed. And, oh, uh, hang, hang hold on. You know, he'd been watching TV, turns the TV down, terrified, terrified that I'm about to give them some bad news. <laughs> They're in their 80s. You can understand. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not about that at all. Uh, it was my parents' 60th wedding anniversary. I was calling to ask if you guys could figure out a way to uh, like, get a video done like on your cell phone or whatever else. Well, I don't know how to do that. Okay, well, anyway, they got it done. Could you send up a little video greeting? And we put together a little video montage. But I haven't talked to them since. So last night I'm at Canadian Tire. Phone rings. It's Uncle Brian and Marika, my aunt. And like out of nowhere. And it was just, you know what? We just we realized we didn't get a Christmas card to you guys this year, and we just thought we would call. And I stood there in the middle of Canadian Tire, and I still have it now, like tears in my eyes. It was just this beautiful thing. And yeah, I know. I was that annoying person in the middle of the aisle at Canadian Tire. Blah, 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 blah. And how's this? And how's that? How you been? This, that, the other thing. Um, it was just, It was just a beautiful, beautiful, simple thing. And it just... For me, it was like, yeah, that was my Christmas moment this year. And it was really, it's ridiculous how much it's affected me, but it just, it it, it changed things for me. And I, I just finally felt last night like, okay, yeah, that's what Christmas is. And um, so, yeah, share with me if you would. What are some of your fondest memories of Christmas when you were a kid, when you were younger? What's your favorite tradition now at Christmas? What does your family do? I think a lot of us would take great joy in in hearing some positive, fun memories uh, from Christmas. You can call the show, by the way, 613-604-6464, 613-604-6464. Uh, the video link is posted as well. So if you go to itsyourcall.ca, itsyourcall.ca, there's no apostrophe there, um, you can click the video camera and you can actually pop on and share that with us. Or if you'd like to, you can post your comments in our chat room. And the chat room is a mishmash of YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. So regardless of what platform you are watching, listening to us on, wherever you would ordinarily post your comments, you post them there, we can bring them up on the screen. Okay. Show is brought to you by McCarthy Automotive. Amazing family-owned business. Um, They are all about auto repair and auto maintenance, fleet vehicle specialists as well. Uh, They started out on McCarthy Road, but they got too big and had to move out. So McCarthy Automotive is not on McCarthy Road. McCarthy Automotive is actually on Heron Road, 1150 Heron Road. Uh, And you'll probably know that you're looking at the right place because you'll see UPS trucks and all kinds of other uh, very well-known 
um, business vehicles that you see running around Ottawa, they service their fleet at McCarthy Automotive. And for good reason, too. You will fall in love with good old-fashioned service. Like I said, family-owned from brakes to shocks to, um, I mean, engine repair to tires, wheels, oil changes, you name it. McCarthy Automotive. All right. Uh, Francisca says there are 7 billion people on this rock, and I like maybe 10 of them. People can be jerks, me included. Okay. (laughs) Not sure that's exactly the spirit we were looking for, but there it is. Three years of isolation has weakened immune systems. It's not a surprise that people are getting sick. Wow, we're down a weird hole. I want to talk joy. We're still talking immune systems. That may have been from earlier. Uh, Donald says, Joy, yes, all my Christmas shopping is done. See? There's got to be some satisfaction in that. 613-604-6464. Call or text and share um, your favorite childhood memories when you were a kid and your favorite tradition now at Christmas. Uh, Let's go to Maggie. She says, media no longer shows the good happening in the world. They only push items to scare you. I'm sorry the storm is not the storm of the generations. The storm of 1971 or ice storm were bigger, but houses and buildings are not built as well as they used to. Okay. All right. I'm trying. I'm Maggie, I'm trying to put the positive stuff on the air. All right. The very, the very thing you said, mainstream media is not showing you. I'm trying to do that. Ah, meet me halfway. Francisca says, I'm trying to get into the spirit. I'm baking this afternoon and tomorrow. That'll do it. Fresh baked gifts for everyone. That is amazing. My favorite holiday memory, he says, is oil bowling. Uh, Oil bowling? A a traditional Dutch deep fried donut. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, but oh, that sounds good. (laughs) Um, You know what we've never done in this house before is nuts and bolts. That little party mix. My wife, her mom's always done that. And I demolished the stuff. I love it. And Sue, my wife, did it for the first time in our house. My God, that smells amazing. And I had no idea. It's in the oven for like three hours. The smell, the aroma is just. <laughs> and of course, it's all been, you know, packaged up and it's it's going other places. And there's just a tiny little bit left. But I just I can't keep my hands out of it. Uh, Craig says, my favorite memory is listening to my father playing the organ while my mother practiced singing Oh Holy Night for the church service. Oh, that's amazing. We always had a piano in our house, Craig. Um, I was never good at playing it. My my brother is, is very good at it. None of us can sing. But yeah, you know what? The odd time that we would gather around, I feel you. You know, it was we were bad at it. Uh, it was not for the church service. It was just for the sake of singing it. Um, but yeah, you know what? Now that I think of it and I haven't thought about that for a while, that was, uh, that was fun. That was fun. And the organ, oh man, the organ with like the automatic beat, the original synthesizer, right? That's awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing. Anne says, as a kid, we'd have our stockings at the foot of our bed and we'd wake up and feel the stockings. And when they were full, we knew that Santa had been stockings were like in your bedroom. And you never woke up once when Santa was there filling the stockings? How is that even possible? That's amazing. Had you put a stocking in my room? Oh, and I'm a tight sleeper. But it's Christmas. I would have heard Santa rustling around. Absolutely. I I could hear Santa rustling around downstairs, putting the gifts under the tree. (laughs) I love that. In the bedrooms. Wow. Wow. 
Uh, Lori, Merry Christmas to you. There were six of us kids in the family, she says. Uh, we woke up on Christmas morning, and we had uh, such a beautiful train set going through mountains, across bridges and tunnels. We played for hours with this present. Yeah, model railroads were such a thing, weren't they? My dad and I started building one. Never really got too far. We got you know the, the plywood down and the grass glued to it, and we had the tracks running around, but... Oh, yeah, it was supposed to be all this amazing, fantastical mountains and bridges. It never quite got to that. I'm glad yours did, though. That's great. That's amazing. Uh, Linda. Oh. Oh. Some of you don't know this story. So I'm an adopted person. And I didn't know my biological family. They didn't know me. We found each other. Um, quite accidentally, I wasn't looking, frankly. But it was a big deal to them. And uh, anyway, Linda and I had been friends, ironically, uh, for quite some time. And never clued into the fact that, yeah, we're brother and sister. So, um, thank you, Linda. That's beautiful. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm glad we mean that much to you. It's... Um, don't do that to me ever again on the air. All right. Uh, my favorite present was a record player, says Anne. How could it not be? Right? Absolutely. Uh, let's go to Maureen. Oh, see, Maureen's my birth mom. Here we go again. Guys, you know better. Don't do this to me. See, the show's not supposed to be about me it's supposed to be about other people but i hope in some way people relate to that anyway um i gotta move on for that maggie says uh leading up to christmas i'll be holding free snow shoveling class (laughs) seating is limited and handled on a first come first serve basis subject to date change depending on total accumulation there we go way to pull it out of the fire maggie i needed that thank you so much Uh, David says our aluminum Christmas tree. I just saw somebody post on Facebook today, an old ad. I think it was like from a Simpson Sears catalog. Remember the aluminum Christmas trees? Oh my God. Putting it together. He says every branch was the same length and each branch, uh, was stored in a brown paper sleeve. You couldn't put lights on it because they would melt the branches (laughs) and they were an electrical hazard with the aluminum lights outside and inside around the window. Uh, there we go. I got, see, I'm all stuffed up now. Thanks a lot, Maureen and Linda. Buggers. Uh, I apologize for the sniffles. Chrissy says, my brother gave my nephew a paper shredder for Christmas. Worst Christmas if, gift ever, but we laugh every year about it. Hey, listen, though. That's a gift with a purpose. That will help get rid of a lot of the Christmas paper, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> and the noise is kind of fun. Uh, Craig answers Anne saying, my parents put our socks at the foot of our beds as kids as well. So my wife and I did the same with our children. Oh my gosh. That is so gutsy. Eric says the slot car set. All of us played all day, all week. By the way, favorite Christmas present I ever got. I still have it. I've got it here in the studio. It is in mint condition. Remember from Coleco, the electronic quarterback. Like I said, I've still got it. Like, this is my favorite Christmas present ever. This sits in the studio with me year round. Still works, too, by the way. Look at that. Still works. <laughs> ah, 
It's in mint condition. It's got my old address stamped on it. It's got, you know, I was practicing my signature because I was going to be a big time radio star. That's on there. Uh, very, very funny. Christmas in our place. Uh, we couldn't come downstairs until dad went downstairs first. And he had to make sure that Santa Claus had been there. And so dad would say, yep, looks like Santa found us. And we'd all be up there in our jammies waiting and waiting and waiting because we still couldn't go downstairs until dad had a chance to plug in and get it all fired up. His movie camera, right? <laughs> With the big, bright, in-your-face light that you could not avoid whether your life depended on it. Yep. Okay. And, you know, rolling. And then we can get down the stairs and get into Christmas. We got a phone call here at 613-604-6464. Merry Christmas. Who am I talking to? Merry Christmas, John. It's Valda. I just wanted to call and share that when we were kids, we went to bed on Christmas Eve. And when we woke up Christmas morning, mom did total magic. We had a tree. We had our stockings. We had gifts. And there was nothing done the night before. It was made to believe. Not even not even the tree, Valda? Not even the tree was up in your house? Absolutely nothing. Holy moly. Mom went all night. I, I guess. Still have, we were given a Lionel train, and I still have it to this day. Oh, come on. Yeah, no kidding. And it's just this little tiny treasure that I remember my two brothers and I getting up the one year, and here was this train set going around. But mom did that every year when we were children there was nothing but we woke up christmas morning wow. to absolute magic you know when you, when you think of the amount of assembly required for a lot of toys oh right how oh, how does santa pull that stopped. off i could never understand it and i i've certainly learned to appreciate it as you know christmases go by and i'm having to do just you know even a fraction of the assembly that santa would have had to have done when i was a kid we had four kids in the house I want to extend something else to anybody out here who is absolutely stressed. I was a single mom that raised four children. Mm. And just before Christmas, I would have all the gifts, nothing wrapped. I was just a mess. And I used to do one night, I went to the dollar store and I bought all these boxes. And I would put the kids' gifts in the boxes. And I would number the back of each box. And I had a card. And each kid, and on the card, there was a number. So we had a night at home once they got a little bit older, but still believed in a lot. And I did all the gifts from Santa. But the kids literally, we'd make popcorn and they'd have pop. There was the odd treat. And I had every box numbered, every card numbered. The kids sat around and they wrapped gifts. And it was absolutely hilarious because Christmas morning, some of them wrapped their own gifts. Nah. Oh, so they, they had no idea what was in the box. And- they had no idea what was in the box. Everything was in the box. They were numbered. The card was numbered. I just Aren't you the <laughs> smart cookie? So you just you, you found some child labor. <laughs> Help mom out. I did. John, I was, like I said, I was a single mom. I worked three and four jobs to raise them. That's great. I, I love it now. I'm a grandma. They're all doing really well. And Amazing. that is our one little thing we laugh about on Christmas I was going to I was going to ask how they feel about it today. I'm glad they're laughing at it. I think that's great. They love what, it. A, what a story. I was desperate. 
But you know what? That was creating a memory. And I'm so glad when we get together, which we're going to do on Saturday. Because awesome. there's in-laws and babies and everything else now. Yep. So, yeah. It gets it gets complicated, to... doesn't it? I was talking about this on my other show with Carrie and the Milkman. Um, you know, visiting my family. My brother's got to bring his family in from Oshawa, and you know, yep. you know, yeah. And then you know, my in laws are in New Brunswick, and we can't always see them. And now I've got you know this this added component of my biological family. And where do you find time to see everyone? Because everybody wants to see you, and you want to see everyone on that day. So. Yeah, it is. It's stressful. I'm glad you've got that. What a great story. This is what I wanted, you know, just to have a, a fun little story like that shared today. So thank you for, for that. You just have to make the memories no matter what it takes. Yeah. You have a wonderful Christmas, John, and to all your listeners, God bless you. I think you're doing an amazing job. Aren't you kind? Um, you just made it a, a much merrier Christmas. Thank you very much for sharing this. Um, I hope you enjoy every moment with your kids, your grandkids, and uh, everyone who's in your circle. Thanks, Velda. Enjoy. All Bye-bye. right. No doubt. Aw, I love that. Can you imagine? Wait a minute. <laughs> I wrapped this? <laughs> <laughs> See, because I always like being able, like, I don't know what it is about my in-laws family. They have a thing with tape. You can't get into some of these gifts. So at least, you know, if I had a, me wrapping my own gift, I I know that the tape, I could blame it on myself. Uh, Anne says, we did wake up many times during the night to see if they were full. See, yeah, I would just, oh my God, that's a sleepless night when you're a kid. Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. Heather says, I'm going to be with my brother's Christmas first time in two years, COVID, and was not possible last year. After my husband's heart transplant last year, he was home two weeks before Christmas, best Christmas gift ever. That's a memory that'll stick with you. Thank you for sharing that. I'm glad your husband's doing okay. Over to Anne. My joy at the moment is that I have picked up all my Christmas meal food. All my shopping and wrapping are done, and I have done all my cleaning. All I have to do still is on Christmas Eve bake some whipped shortbread. Ooh. And an amazing discovery of last year, which is bacon maple cheese shortbread. I'm intrigued by that. Because those are things that I would not ordinarily put together, you know, certainly not in food, but not even in the same sentence. Bacon maple cheese shortbread, which she says is freaking delicious. Everyone loves it. And you'll have to share that recipe at some point with us. That's what we should do next year is put together a little uh, recipe book that we could share and maybe raise some money for charity. Uh, Another Anne says, my favorite gift was a doll bassinet and change table. Made by my dad when I was young. Of course, I did not know that my dad made it until I was much older. Oh, my gosh. See, when you first started saying that, I thought, yeah, okay, you know, store-bought. No. ah, That's awesome. Good job, Dad. Great memory. Sue says, as young adults, my siblings and I would sit... Uh, sorry, my my siblings and I would visit our dad in October before he and his wife left for Florida. Uh, guessing I was 22-ish. Staff party hangover for me. My brother driving Christmas morning on the back roads to Lafave to dad's. Song on the radio was Silver, Be- Silver Bells. And brother weaved side to side to the point of me not making it into the house right away. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> but how we still laugh about it. So, okay, your brother's like I am then. D- steering to the beat. Yeah. A little motion sickness, I'm sure. Uh, playing Monopoly is a memory for Laurentian View Terry. All the Christmas holidays with siblings and cousins. See, I can't do it. 
I can't I can't do the family board game thing. I just it just it's not fun. We end up hating it. You cheated. Uh. Craig says I love to get a tool for Christmas. Uh, an important message. He says uh, OCDSB has just announced that all their schools will be closed December twenty third. That's not a surprise. All the schools closed. Yeah, we got a huge storm on the way. Uh, as Maggie said, it may not be the storm of the century, but it's sizable. Uh, nuts and bolts. We're going back to that. David says, our families have been making them since the 60s. Cheerios, shreddies, straight pretzels, and peanuts. Yup. That's exactly what this was. Uh, he says, you could add cashews, cheese nibs, or whatever you like. The secret is in the spices and liquid stuff you mix in. I didn't know there were spices. No wonder I like it so much. Ours is roasted for an hour, stirring every 15 minutes with a wooden spoon. The wooden spoon is gentler and doesn't crush the ingredients. They are addictive. Oh, Okay. Yeah, this thing was in the oven for about three hours. House smelled great. Uh, Maggie says, was a single parent for 20 years, four-plus children. Christmas was tight between making sure the children got to each grandparent and I get to work on time. And last word to Craig today. He says, up until COVID, we gathered all my wife's family for Christmas dinner and present exchange. COVID has effectively stopped it in its tracks. It did do that, but I think we are finally, and this is the whole purpose of the show, isn't it? Trying to find common ground. Maybe, Craig, we can all agree that we're finally in some way, shape, or form in a better place with Christmas and being able to be with the ones we love than we were a couple of years ago. And um, I certainly hope you make the most of that. Um, thanks for tuning into this. The podcast numbers are encouraging. Uh, the viewer viewership numbers and listenership numbers on, on this talk show of mine that I never imagined I'd be doing are encouraging. And... Um, I really like when you get to share things. Valda, what a great story. And uh, damn it, Mom, and damn it, Linda, for uh, making me cry. I really appreciate you taking time to be part of my little world every single day. I don't get a chance to say that nearly enough. To you and to yours, Merry Christmas. We'll be back.